The first step to help manage a rambler with kindness and confidence is to pause and empathize. This is the first and most important step. When you're leading a meeting and a person starts to dominate the conversation with their lengthy comments, it's super easy to get triggered. At least it is for me. Because people who ramble and go on and on can be so annoying, right? Welcome to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast, where it's all about connecting people, mobilizing them for action, and delivering results. In each episode, we'll talk about how you can boost your career by mastering fundamental career skills so you can lead with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Greg Herod. Welcome to this week's episode of Connect, Mobilize, Deliver. Today, we are going to talk about how to protect your meetings from a rambler. If you lead meetings or if you know someone who does, this is a good episode to listen to and to share with someone. We'll talk about how to stop that person, and I'm sure you're familiar with them, who kind of rambles a little bit, talks a little more than they should. And this information, we're going to go through three strategies, very applicable, real practical type of content today. But it's also applicable if you don't lead meetings, but you might in the future, if you participate in meetings, and really any kind of dialogue that you have in real life with any person, these tips and strategies apply. So let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever been on a call or in a meeting and someone starts rambling? And you can probably put a face and a name on the person I just described. So the leader of the call They ask a question, so this may be you. You ask the question, and then the rambler answers it. Then they answer it again, and again, and maybe again. And each time they add a few more words. And at the same time, other people on the call, they're just begging for someone to make the rambling stop just to get on with the meeting. I'm sure you've been on that call many, many times. I know I have. And if you're the one leading that call and someone starts rambling, you've got a problem. You've got to stop them, but you don't want to be rude. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How to protect your meeting from that rambler, but also be a kind and confident leader. Before we get into it, because I I can help, I've got some techniques, some tips that I've seen other people use, that I've used, that I think will really help you. But before I do that, let me tell you a quick story. So this was, I don't know, maybe a year ago, Something like that, but I can remember it vividly. I was in a meeting. It happened to be a video conference. I wasn't leading the meeting. A buddy of mine was, and he is an expert at doing this. And that's part of what prompted me to record these tips and techniques because I could see him doing these things. And here's what happened. He asked a question, and the person that was to answer the question, they just had too many words to share with the group. They went, on and on, and you could tell people were starting to shut down. All of a sudden, you see the video feed and they mute their video. And you know people are on their phone, they're checking out. I've done that because especially if it's a known offender, someone that you know when they start talking, it's going to be a while. You have time to go take a bathroom break and come back because they probably still haven't gotten to the point. And that's exactly what happened on this call. And I observed my friend, and he's really good, he was able to 
stop the rambling, but did it in such a way that the person who, who was rambling really felt cared for. And he felt not shut down, but rather encouraged and supported. So that's what we're going to get into today. Before we get into those tips and techniques of how to stop someone from rambling, I want to get into why it's important to stop someone from rambling, especially if you're the leader. Let's be really clear on why we should stop them. And honestly, it's not going to be comfortable to stop someone from talking. So it's really important that we get in our minds what actions we're going to take and why we should take them. That way we'll know that that discomfort that's going to be associated with the steps we're going to take, we'll know it's worth it. And as leaders, we should really seek the best for all of our teammates, including the person that's rambling. Because when you're letting someone on our team ramble and go on and on, it really isn't best for them. Because as a leader, you have a choice. As we go through these reasons of why we should stop someone from rambling, we have to recognize that as leaders, we get to decide, are we going to help this person by stopping them because that's going to be uncomfortable, at least at first, or are we going to do what too many leaders do, in my opinion, and we just let the rambling go on and on. Leaders choose that option all the time. But remember, as a leader, when you're aware of the negative consequences of that person rambling and you choose not to intervene, you can't blame the person who's rambling anymore for wrecking your meeting. It's hard to say, but now we're responsible. If we don't stop the rambling, that's on us, not them. But when you do take action, you become that, that beacon of light. You can be a shining example for your teammates who now recognize how to do it and how to take care of a person even when you stop them, when you interrupt them. And I make that statement based on my personal experience. And that's what I was telling you happened in that story. That's exactly what my friend did, my coworker did. He was able to show people, you don't have to let someone ramble and ramble. You can stop them. You can do it in a way that takes care of them and takes care of the entire team. Here are three steps to manage a rambler with kindness and confidence. The first step to help manage a rambler with kindness and confidence is to pause and empathize. The second step is to stop the rambling. And the third step is to help them be heard. We'll go through each of those. Let's start with pause and empathize. This is the first and most important step. When you're leading a meeting and a person starts to dominate the conversation with their lengthy comments, it's super easy to get triggered. At least it is for me. Because people who ramble and go on and on can be so annoying, right? And this can be especially true if the rambling is just complaining. Our immediate response might be to just take charge and we shut them down. It may be a harsh comment. And that, that sometimes feels good, but just for a bit. Then the reality of what we've done hits us. And we know that's not the right way to approach the situation. Because by abusing the power we have as the meeting leader and acting as a bully, really, we'll do more damage than good. And we might make this one particular meeting more efficient, but we might also miss the opportunity to hear that nugget of good the rambler was wrapping in way too many words. The good information, that bit of goodness that's buried in these many, many words. 
And we might also damage our relationship that we have with that person and their allies. And you know our reputation as a leader is going to take a big hit if we just shut someone down and turn them off as they're trying to share their point. So obviously, I don't recommend this approach. Instead, I encourage you to take a mental pause and think about the rambler as a real person, as a human being. Ask yourself, why might he or she be using so many words to communicate what they're trying to say at this particular moment? I'll give you some scenarios to consider as we seek to understand who this person is, who the rambler is, and what's going on under the surface at a deeper level. Here are six possible reasons a person might be rambling. Insecurity. A person might be rambling because they're insecure. Your teammate might be feeling intimidated. They may lack confidence. So they respond with too many words. They may not know the answer to the question you ask them. So you might be able to rephrase the question you ask. And by rephrasing it, you might be able to put them at ease and realize that an answer of, I don't know, I'll have to get back with you on that, may be a perfectly acceptable answer. Loneliness. Your teammate may be rambling because they're lonely. You know, consider this. Maybe the call they're on is the only human interaction they've had all week. Is this person a social butterfly? And now they've been working from home? They haven't talked to anybody? They haven't got all their words out? Or maybe they've had a change in their personal life. Perhaps they're going through a divorce. Maybe a close loved one that they used to talk to passed away. Those are the real situations in our teammates' life that could cause them to be rambling during a meeting. Trust. A person may be rambling because they trust you. They may be opening up, maybe a little too much, because they trust you to listen. Maybe other leaders they've had previously squelched their input. They didn't give them the freedom, the invitation to share what they know. So this idea of sharing their input may be completely new to them. Passion. Our teammates may be rambling because they're passionate about the topic. Their abundance of words may be a reflection of how deeply committed they are to the topic they're sharing about. You want energetic, committed teammates who will fight for their views. Consider their willingness to share their perspective a positive before you shut them down. Compensation. Maybe our teammate is rambling because they're compensating for others. Some people ramble to fill that awkward silence that fills the room when no one else will speak up. Is this person really dominating the conversation? Or does it just seem like that because no one else will say anything? So the question as a leader is, how can you get others to open up, and perhaps the rambler won't be rambling anymore at all. Inexperience. Our teammates may be rambling just because they're new at sharing their thoughts in a group setting. A person who's using too many words to communicate what they're trying to say, to communicate their point, simply may need practice to express themselves clearly, concisely. We can all improve in this area. I know I can. As I do this podcast, sometimes I look back and I'm like, oh, that was way too long. I could have made that point much more clearly in fewer words. So we're all getting better in this area. Let me summarize those six possible reasons your teammates might be rambling. Insecurity, 
loneliness, trust, passion, compensation, and inexperience. So as we take that first step to protect our meeting from a rambler, that first step of pausing and empathizing, consider those six possible reasons your teammate might be rambling. Insecurity, loneliness, trust, passion, compensation, or inexperience. Going on to step number two. Step number two to protect your meeting from a rambler is to stop the ramble. Because when you pause and empathize and you recognize that a teammate's intention is good, as a leader, you still have to stop someone from rambling because they're still going to wreck the meeting, even if their intention's good. Because we all know that once a rambler has a microphone in their hand, it is extremely difficult to get them off the stage, figuratively speaking. It's tough to stop them. Here are five techniques that I found are very useful to stop the flow and take control of your call or your meeting. And again, these work in a personal setting as well, most of them. Here are five ways to kindly intervene when a teammate won't stop talking. The first way to intervene when a teammate won't stop talking. Prevent the rambling before it starts. As the leader, give them a specific amount of time to make their comments. For example, Bob, I'm trying to stick to our agenda. Would you please provide an update on your work in, say, two minutes or less? And then once you say that, actually set a timer and then warn them when they have 30 seconds left, for example. Another way to kindly intervene when a teammate won't stop talking is to politely interrupt with a clarifying question and help them focus. A comment like this often works really well. Aisha, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I really want to understand how this relates to the question. Could you please help me understand? How does this make sense? How does this fit in? What's the connection? And interrupting is a skill that takes a little practice to do it tactfully. In the book, The Advice Trap by Michael Bunge Stanier, love that book. He gives some examples of how to stop the person who's yarning, who's spinning that yarn when you're coaching. But one of them is to simply say, tell them you're going to interrupt by saying, I'm going to interrupt you here for just a minute. Then you've told them what you're doing. You're not being rude. Interviewers use that technique all the time. Or you could say, let me interrupt you for just a minute. So by actually saying it out loud and telling them that you're going to interrupt them, it's an easy way to do it without seeming disrespectful. When a teammate won't stop talking, here's another way to kindly intervene. Be specific about the input you need from them. If you ask a very specific question, you can remind them if they stop rambling that you need the exact information that you asked them for. For example, Maria, I appreciate that explanation. Thank you. It's good background information, but I still need to know the date you'll have your action item completed. Can you give us that, please? And that will bring that person back on track and stop the rambling. Another way you can intervene when a person is rambling, strategically schedule a rambler at the end of the meeting. That's one of the techniques that I observed in this story that I told you earlier when my buddy He put this person at the end. I knew exactly what he was doing. If you've got a meeting set up well, in my opinion, every meeting needs a predefined end time. You need a hard stop where you say, hey, at this time, at 10 o'clock, for example, we're done. We're not going to go into the next 
segment of time. We have an agenda. We're going to stick to it. And this is when we're going to be done. So when you put that known rambler at the end of the agenda, that hard stop at the end of the meeting, that's what drives them to make their point quickly. And then it stops them if they don't. Another way to intervene kindly when a teammate won't stop talking when they're rambling is to disrupt your own meeting. Break the flow. We all know when a rambler gets in the groove, it's really hard to stop them. If you're desperate, you can use visual or audible distractions. You can break the rhythm that way. For instance, if you're presenting, if you're up on the screen presenting, change the slide back and forth a couple of times. Show the agenda and the time allocated to that topic. That kind of makes the point subtly that, hey, we need to move on here. Look at the time. If you're in a conference room, you can drop your notebook. I know that's pretty extreme. I'll go even further. If you're at home and you're on a video call, you're working from home, make your dog bark. It might be a little bit embarrassing, but let's say Zoe and Maywin start making a, a racket in the background of a conference call and I have to say, oh, sorry, I'm pretty sure that the flow of that rambler is broken up. I may be a little bit embarrassed, but it got the job done. You stopped the rambler, and you didn't have to call them out harshly or rudely. For those of us who can remember conference calls that were audio only with the old-style phones, I can remember being in conferences when there's maybe four, five, six, or a bunch of people in a room with a speakerphone. And a few people were calling in just from their own phone, and you couldn't get the mic. You try tapping the microphone, but because of the technology, if they didn't stop talking, you couldn't talk. So interrupting them was very hard back with that technology. And in fact, I've been on calls at times where people would actually stop the call in the meeting and then dial back into the conference call number. It got that bad. So it's good to stay ahead of the game, use these strategies to kindly intervene when you know a rambler's in the meeting. Let's talk about the third step to protect your meeting from a rambler and to manage them with kindness and confidence. The third step is to help them be heard. Ironically, the one thing that the rambler wants is to be heard, and that's exactly what they're not getting by rambling. People are tuning out. And they're not hearing what they have to say because of all the words they're using. And the valuable input that they have to share is being buried in this clutter of their abundance of words. And you can help them. You can help them be heard. Here are three strategies to help a rambler be heard. Include them in the meeting agenda. That will help a rambler be heard. Giving a person a specific amount of time on a limited meeting schedule It communicates they're important, and the information that they have to share, the group really needs to hear. It also helps them realize, by writing it down and putting it in front of them, that they're not the only ones on the agenda, and they can't take the entire meeting time. Other people have important information that they need and that the team needs. Another strategy to help a rambler be heard is to help them prepare before the meeting. Schedule individual time with a potential rambler to help them get ready, help them to understand the value of their input. It communicates that you value what they have to say. A statement like this can be powerful in building your teammate up and keep them from rambling during the meeting. For example, Simone, 
I know you have a lot to contribute during the call. What are the key points you want to make? I'll be sure to include them in the meeting agenda so we can keep the discussion focused and on track. A simple conversation like that will help them from rambling during the meeting. To help a rambler be heard, you can ask them to send you an email. Requesting an email from someone who tends to ramble will often cause them to recognize the importance of what they're saying. And if they really want to be heard, a rambler will gladly comply by putting their thoughts down in an email. Phrasing the question like this lets them know you care about them and you care about what they have to say. What you're saying seems critical, but I'm having trouble processing it all right now. Would you please send me an email so we can cover this properly during our call? Or you can also do that during the call. For example, if they're going on and on during the meeting and rambling, you can just use the same wording but say, would you please send me an email so we can cover this in our next call? That way they know that you want to hear what they have to say, you just don't have time or focus to do it right then. A strategy to help a rambler be heard is to offer to meet with them personally after the meeting. So you're in a meeting, you've tried everything you know to stop someone from rambling, and it just isn't working. So you can interrupt them and offer to meet with them personally to discuss the topic further. This honors them through the investment of your time, and it gives you the opportunity to mine for that precious nugget of knowledge they have within them, but they're really struggling to clearly communicate. And don't be surprised when you get together if they offer an apology for going on and on and on during the call. And then you can share what you know with them and maybe help them improve. Help them to realize what they're doing and why it's not good for them or the team. So we've covered three steps to protect your meeting from a rambler. Those are pause and empathize, stop the rambling, and help them be heard. We talked about some strategies, some techniques. We talked about five ways to kindly intervene when a teammate won't stop talking. We talked about six possible reasons your teammate might be rambling. And then we covered three strategies to help a rambler be heard. My concern at this point is that if I keep going, I might be rambling. And I definitely don't want that. So let's wrap up this conversation. I hope you find these strategies, these tips, these techniques useful if you are a leader of meetings or if you're in meetings and you can kind of help the leader from your role as a participant, or even just in individual conversations. If you have a person who talks just a little too much, hopefully you can apply these things. It's not always easy, but you can definitely help teammates who tend to share too much, who tend to ramble, but still deserve to be heard. They have important things to share, and they're a valuable human being. So by using these techniques, you really can be a kind and confident leader. You can help your teammate, you can help yourself as a leader, and you can help your organization. If you have tips and techniques that you use, I would love to hear them. Maybe you've seen this podcast episode promoted on social media. Drop your tips and techniques into the comments section or shoot me an email, greg at gregharrod.com, G-R-E-G at G-R-E-G-H-A-R-R-O-D.com. Help me to learn too and help our other listeners and and readers and those who see the post learn what you know, share what you know, because you've probably got some really good ways to intervene to protect your meeting from a rambler as well. Finally, would you please do one thing for me? This would really help the podcast grow. It would help connect, mobilize, deliver, get out in front of more people 
and it would help someone in your life. Would you please share this episode with one person that you think might benefit from it? Maybe they lead meetings. Maybe they themselves tend to be a rambler and somehow you can subtly send this to them and help them see from a different perspective how they might improve. But if you would share that with one person, I would greatly appreciate that. You can go to gregherrod.com slash connect, mobilize, deliver, or gregherrod.com and go from there. You can find the podcast there, of course. You can share from wherever you listen. And if you're there, by the way, rate and review. Would love to have a five-star rating from you and your comments that helps get Connect, Mobilize, Deliver out in front of more people. So thank you for listening. I'll stop rambling. Until next week, let's lead with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast at gregherrod.com or on your favorite podcast app. I'm your host, Greg Herod, and I'm glad you're here. I hope you're enjoying the show and you're getting practical tips and strategies to help you boost your career. If you are, I would love to make sure we stay connected. And the best way to do that is through my weekly emails. Just go to gregherrod.com and sign up using the big button in the upper right-hand corner of the page. And once you do that, please check your inbox or maybe your spam folder for a confirmation email. With one click in that confirmation email, you'll have instant access to email me directly. That's an important step in the process because if you don't confirm you want my emails, I won't send you any. The last thing I want to be doing is sending spam. But once you click the button to confirm, we are directly connected. I read every email and I'll do my best to respond soon. You can send me your thoughts on what you want to hear on the podcast. Tell me how I can make it even more beneficial for you and other listeners. I absolutely want to hear what you have to say. So go to gregherrod.com, click the Get My Weekly Emails button so we can stay connected. Thanks so much. That's it for this week's episode. I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Until then, let's both keep leading with kindness and confidence.